What's up, guys? Mitchell Pelkey back with another episode of Pelk Talk. Today I'm joined by Duke commit and number one in the 2021 class, Andrew McAdory. What's up, big dog? How you doing? Great, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So before we start recording, we talked about, you know, you playing your last high school lacrosse game and it was actually sophomore year of high school. And obviously now you're a senior. So how does that kind of like, you know, really work with you of, of coming up to this season, your senior year and last time you played was sophomore year? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we left on a high note beat Chaminade in a really, really big game. You know, the game was electric. There's a ton of people there. You know, we're looking forward to getting on the field this year. But, uh, you know, just missing last year, you know, you miss across so much. Uh, you know, you just want to be out there where your boys get after it. So we're definitely looking forward to it. Um, you know, we're doing all that we can right now with the kind of the limited resources that we have. I think we're going once a week, limited contact. So it's tough. You know, you want to compete with them. But, uh, you know, it's good to be out there with them. And we're just looking forward to getting some games and, uh, you know, getting back on the field and playing. I love that. And we also talked about, you know, that next year, your your junior year and Brennan's senior year, that team was talked about to could be one of the best ever in that area. You know, how does that kind of make you feel that, you know, there's always just going to be talk now of what if, what if, what if, but you, know, you could never really go on paper and look at the numbers because it never happened. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you know, it's tough. Uh, I mean, it's in a situation where like, you know, you feel bad for Brandon, you feel bad for Aiden, Denenza, you know, all those guys, Jake Nasa, you know, my Duke guys down there. Um, but, you know, all the other seniors, you know, they lost, they lost their senior season. So it's tough. Yeah. It's tough on all of us. But, uh, you know, if you look at it and Coach Driver's always talking about it. You know, he had Tom's team, where it was Tom, uh, you know, Chan and Chuck, you know, Malloy, Will Manny. So, you know, they had talent too. But, uh, you know, it's tough that we'll never be able to really size up against them, you know, yeah. statistically and things like that. But, uh, you know, it's just a running joke in the St. Anthony's community. No, I love that. Well, let's start from the beginning. So you growing up in Long Island, obviously a huge lacrosse area you know what was that like at, at a young age uh yeah so I mean you know, always being around the game growing up you know I loved the game so much growing up you know I always had a lacrosse, uh, lacrosse stick in my hand uh, my dad didn't play but you know what was really cool about it is uh when uh you know when I started I started with uh I went down to Florida to go visit my uncle my cousins and my uncle coaches down uh in Florida he coached at Stoneman Douglas and he uh, coached at uh St. Andrews Prep for a little bit with uh Casey Powell and uh, my cousins both played. So I was actually at a tournament uh, for my cousin and I just picked up a lacrosse stick and was playing with my other cousin. And, you know, I couldn't put it down. I loved it. There uh, you go. Then, yeah. So then uh, after the tournament, my uncle took me to one of the lacrosse stores and he's just like, pick out a lacrosse stick, take it home and keep it in your hand. So, uh, you know, I went, over, I went over, picked out the, uh, you know, now that I think about it, the grossest green camo. <laughs> cross stick i'm looking back at a green mesh no shooting string i'm like dude this is the most rad thing ever i love it so you know i picked that up and uh you know bought it home and didn't put it down and then uh, my dad reached out to some guys and um you know at the time it it didn't start until second grade you couldn't really play with an organization or anything so now i was four years old at this time and uh luckily my dad reached out to his boss actually and uh you know he ran like a uh it's like a program for second graders, like a PAL program. Okay. They told me to just come down and just be like a water boy or just something like that, just to be around the game. So, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to do that. He took me into the lacrosse shed, put a big helmet on me, put some big shoulder pads on me. I walked out looking like a bobblehead. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just a little kid running around, having the time of his life. And then, 
um, you know, eventually just hopped in and just started running around with those guys. So, I mean, that's kind of how it started, huh? Yeah. So that's how it all started. And then Long Island is just such a hotbed. So, you yeah. know, you're constantly around kids who love lacrosse and you're always playing, just trying to find more lacrosse. So No, I love that. I love how you kind of remember that whole kind of first go at the game and, and you yeah. hit it right on the head with that colorful stick. Dude, I, back in the day, I had like blue head, red mesh, pink shooters, like oh, yeah. the, the rainbow stick. It was okay. in. I mean, you look back and I just like, yeah, my, I look like a Johnson. That's really it. But <laughs> let, let's keep going and, and, and kind of talk about, you know, playing for, for Team 91 and, and kind of playing for that whole organization. And, and, you know, you guys are really under a microscope, obviously, when you're out there playing travel ball because you guys are known as one of the best, you know, club organizations in the United States, especially that, that 2020, you know, 91 crush team. You guys could go down as like the best ever. You know, how did you kind of really get involved with them in the beginning? So uh, before them, I was playing with the Express, you know, uh, another big Long Island uh, travel team. And, uh, you know, I used to battle with them, with Coach Joe. You know, we used to have our rivalry games, you know, Express 91's the Long Island rivalry. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, he reached out to my parents and, uh, you know, approached them about me coming over and playing with 91. And, um, you know, after that, my parents thought it would probably be best to go, you know, play with him. They like the philosophies that he has and, you know, kind of everything that he puts his fingerprint on in the lacrosse world kind of, you know, blossoms into something great. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we definitely thought that he'd be the right guy to learn from. And, you know, ever since I went over there in third grade, um, you know, we kind of just trusted him with, uh, you know, my talents and just playing with the team and just growing up with them and going all the way to the end. Yeah. So you kind of went there at a young age. Was that hard to kind of make that decision at what, like seven, eight years old to kind of leave your, your, your Long Island boys? Yeah. So, I mean, kind of what it comes down to, and I mean, you know, you know, uh, lacrosse yeah. world is so small that yeah. kind of, you know, everyone, right. So, yeah. so, you know, it's just a, it's a new group of guys on Long Island that I already knew, um, you know, battling with them. It was cool to just kind of finally be like, uh, you know, now I'm playing with you. I went over with uh, my friend Aiden Denenza. He's down at Duke now. Mm -hmm. We both went over in third grade. Um, so, I mean, I knew most of the guys. They embraced me really well, you know, going into that and playing with the new squad. But, I mean, I loved it. So, I loved the environment there being, you know, just high tempo all the time, you know, even from a young age. And, you know, it's just a bunch of kids who love lacrosse. So, yeah. it kind of comes down to, you know, you kind of just fit in so well. That's awesome. And how, how did you kind of take that with your parents of, you know, trusting Coach Blaine? I mean, did you guys really know him or, or his organization before, you know, before, you know, accepting that offer and kind of playing with 91? Yes. Yeah, so uh, he was actually coaching uh, the women's Adelphi team. I think he came off of two national championships. Okay. So, uh, you know, we definitely knew he knew what he was talking about. Uh, you know, we, we played against him so much that we knew his philosophies, you know, in and out, things like that. And we saw kind of the, the structure that he had with his kids and also the vision that he kind of, you know, wanted to put together with it's this. Creating, yeah. So, uh, you know, my parents definitely bought into that and thought it was a great idea, everything that he wanted to do. Um, we saw how much the kids really love the game and how they were willing to like kind of sacrifice their own time to go practice and you know in third grade we were going three times a week four times a week for yeah you know hours at a time i think we got the legendary three-hour practices no water <laughs> yeah. so uh i love know, that yeah it's just a bunch of kids who love being around the game you know we definitely knew that he, he had this vision and 
that he obviously could come through with it because, you know, he has so much, he's such a, uh, you know, a great resume when it comes to lacrosse and the lacrosse world. So No, that's so true. He's a, he's a, he's a nice guy too. And, and kind of all said and done, I mean, obviously this summer in August, you'll be arriving at Duke, but for that team to kind of go down as, you know, possibly the best travel team ever, in lacrosse, you know, with with you being number one of 21, you know, Spleen being number 22 and, and O'Neal and number one in the 20, you know, how does that kind of like make you guys or make you feel that like all that work is finally paid off and you guys have kind of set that in stone of like kind of the best ever travel team? Yeah, so I mean, obviously it's a great feeling, you know, especially being able to do with those guys from a young age, you know, growing up with them, practicing, putting in all this work together. But I mean, you kind of look at it like, you know, one door is going to close, but another door is going to open, you know, going down to Duke next year, you're going to play with Brendan. And, you know, we're kind of in the same situation where you're going to be playing around all these, uh, all these talented kids. And, and, you know, it, it's kind of helped me playing with the crush growing up with the crush, because, you know, from the top of the depth chart to the bottom, you know, all these kids can go on any team and, and score yeah. goals, make big plays. So you kind of have to learn how to play with the ball, like, without the ball, with the ball, you know, beat your guy. And also, you know, got to dodge your head up, um, you know, big IQ plays because, you know, one guy can't go to the goal and, and have a hundred goals and like, just like things yeah. like that, you know, you got to be able to play off the ball and things like that. So when it comes to college, it's going to be the same exact way. So, I mean, yeah, that's good that you realize that. And yeah. especially, it seems like you realize that at a young age too. And yeah. when you were, were starting to play with 91 in the beginning, you were taking a lot of face-offs. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Did, did Spelina just see that in you or is that really your position back in the day? So my biggest thing growing up is I wanted to do everything. So uh, <laughs> I used to, uh, when I was younger, I used to take goalie lessons. Uh, I used really? to take like that. Yeah. I just love the game so much. I always wanted to be around. It was just kind of like a rat for trying to find lacrosse to play. But um, okay. yeah, so I used to face off. That was kind of coach Joe's big thing. It's like, if we could face off and, you know, keep you on the offensive end, that might be huge keeping a Fogo on the field on defense. So he kind of always wanted to keep me on the field. And then eventually it was just got to the point where I was kind of like, you know, this whole facing off thing, my stick's getting all mangled up. It's kind of affecting yeah. the way I'm shooting stuff like that. So I had to take a little break from that and kind of just, you know, started just doing, you know, everything else besides that. Yeah. And, and obviously you and Spleen are always playing up. I think we, were you on that team? I know me and uh, Brendan talked about it, but were you on that team yeah. that played me and that sweet lax at the, I think it was the inside lacrosse invitational. Do you remember that yeah. at all? Oh, I remember that very good. You were on the, you were on the team, huh? Yeah. I think the uh, clips are still on YouTube floating around. It wasn't <laughs> a great day for us, but uh, yeah. Yeah. I no, that. I just remember from our team, like pregame, we're like, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll we're playing a team that's younger than us and they have this kid, Joey Spleen, that's like in sixth grade. So if we lose, like this is going to look terrible on us. And it was big for us because that was like going into our ninth grade year. And at the time, obviously with recruiting rules and everything, like, that was our summer. And like, just like coming out and like, I think we ended up beating you guys by like four or five, but it's just so funny looking back that like you guys like yeah. had the balls really to play up. And I mean, you guys like stuck your ground a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I remember that game, but, uh, you know, it was, it's, you look back at it now and, and you really get to realize like how much talent was really in that game. Yeah. Uh, you know, you guys were such a talented team and, you know, obviously we had a lot of guys who, you know, are going into co or in college now who are on these division one teams and eventually we're going to be competing, 
you know, at the division one level. So you could really go back on it and really appreciate, you know, all the talent in that game. But I mean, at the time it definitely stunk, you know, losing, that was a tough, that was a tough day for us, but uh, you know, just going back on it, just looking back on it, it was, it was a great experience. Yeah, no doubt. And, and kind of, like I said, you and Spleen always being in the spotlight, you know, playing up, people realize that, you know, did that ever kind of get to you at a young age? Uh, not really. Cause uh, you know, having coach Joe, um, you know, he always kind of put us in experiences and like he would take us down, you know, when he was coaching with the lizards, take us down to the sidelines, things like that. So, you know, just seeing, being around the game, being around those guys, you know, they, they constantly have the, the cameras on them and seeing how they deal with it and kind of, you know, let it, don't let it affect them, kind of just do what they love. That kind of stuff really helped us, but also just making it about the team and things like that really never focused on any of that and focused on the self-attention, kind of just more of getting the job done and just playing the sport that we love together and kind of ultimately in the end, like winning. It's kind of yeah. what we're really down to. That, I love that. And, and kind of now that, like I said, it's all over, what do you remember most about, you know, playing with that team? Is it, is it the, the trips up? Is it staying in the hotel? Is it you're winning so many games? Is it all the new people you met? You know, what's one thing that has kind of stuck out to you with playing with all those guys? Yeah, so, I mean, there's a ton of funny stories when it comes to those guys, both, you know, on and off the field, you know, when we're just staying in the hotels and things like that, but, you know, staying with the families and things like that. But, uh, you know, one thing I'll never forget with Coach Joe and with that team was, uh, I think, I don't know what grade it was, but we were pretty young. Uh, we were going to uh, Dick's Tournament of Champions. It was that that tournament down in Florida. It was like Florida, the national, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that national thing. And, uh, you know, we were going a few days a week, and um, it started to get cold. So uh, we would go inside, and we'd go practice inside. And uh, he was like, you know what? It's going to be hot down in Florida. I need everyone to show up with sweatshirts, sweatpants, <laughs> and, and a long sleeve on inside. And I'm just like, this guy is crazy. Like, we're going to be sweating crazy. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to acclimate Florida. I'm going to get Florida weather down here, and you guys will be playing in Florida weather with all this. You're going to be sweating, you know, all this stuff. Oh, I love and that. So we're going. We're practicing. No water breaks. That's his thing. You know, we're all sweating, going up and down, scrimmaging. You know, his practices are super intense. But, uh, you know, we get down there for our first game. And, uh, you know, we, we, we go uh, out, I think it was like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, you know, it was it was cold. We were like, yeah. dude, like, yeah, you were telling us it's really hot. And we get there. <laughs> the Florida mornings like are cold, yeah. Yeah, so it felt like back home. So we were like, dude, this is just so funny, just how that all happened. So, yeah, that was just a memory I'll never forget. That's awesome. And and kind of fast forward up into your high school career, you know, in eighth grade, obviously going into high school, people know your name. How did you kind of make that decision to decide to play for St. Anthony's High School? Yes. Yeah, so uh, with St. Anthony's, my dad graduated from there. So that was always in the back. Oh, of OK. Head. That's cool. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I never went to public school. I went, Actually, I think I went to public school for half a year in kindergarten or first grade. I don't know what it was. So I was always at these private schools. Uh, you know, my parents just thought, you know, education-wise, I thought like I'd get a really good education from those schools. And uh, so I never played school ball or anything like that up until high school. So we were always oh, trying to really? figure out. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know yeah. that. You yeah, guys didn't so have like a rec ball, like a rec league? We did. It was like uh, kind of the district thing for yeah. up until you get to like middle school and then you start doing school ball. So. I couldn't okay. really do any of that because I wasn't a part of the school. So, okay. um, yeah, so we just were, were trying to figure out in eighth grade what we were going to do. And, uh, 
you know, some uh, boarding schools reached out and, you know, I didn't want to really leave my family at the time, you know, I was kind of young, um, just leave them and, and kind of spend more time with them up until I got to college. And then, you know, so I got to spend high school back home, uh, you know, with my friends and my family, some big family guy, but then, uh, you know, we, we sat down with coach Weisrick and coach Schreiber and coach Chanichuk, you know, we competed against them with the express, you know, we knew them pretty well. Uh, and they had the idea of, you know, when Brendan and, and all those guys came in, we'd have a pretty, pretty talented team of kind of bringing it to the national kind of schedule and play the top 25 teams, get some ESPN games. And, you yeah. know, that really stood out to me and my family because, you know, it was kind of unusual to kind of do that in Long Island because Long Island's such a hotbed. Uh, yeah. You kind of just play your public school teams. So, um, you know, we looked at it like this is going to prepare me for the next level, you know, playing in the big spotlight. So it doesn't phase you when you get to college. It's just a regular game. Um, being able to play these top 25 teams, uh, you know, teams like, uh, you know, like all the, all the teams in the top 25. And then, um, you know, those are just the be best kids from all around. So yeah. uh, being able to do that, you know, that really stuck out to us. And then obviously having Brendan and Aiden and all those guys that I kind of knew thought it would make it pretty playing easy. Playing club ball with, yeah. Yeah, pretty easy to transition over to high school. That's awesome. And and kind of going to that first St. Anthony's varsity lacrosse tryout, how nervous were you? Obviously having familiar faces like O'Neal and Aiden there to kind of help you, but you know, how nervous were you for that? Yeah, I was definitely nervous. Uh, you know, I knew it was gonna be different than travel ball. Um, yeah. you know, obviously going into it because I never played school ball, like I said. Um, but, uh, you know, I definitely did have a lot of guys that helped make it easier to transition into that. Knowing Coach Weisrick and having such a great relationship with Coach Schreiber definitely helped. Uh, you know, my freshman year, I think every single free that I had, I would go, Coach Schreiber works in the uh, works in the cafeteria. You know, he runs like the food thing with uh, Coach Schreiber, uh, with Coach Weisrick. So uh, I'd go over there and go spend every period that I had just talking with him about lacrosse. Um, so awesome. he definitely – yeah, he definitely made things easier. And then having guys, we had a really good senior leadership that year with uh, Brady Keneally and, and uh, Jack Hawley. Those guys really took me under their wing and, you know, made it easier, made it so I wasn't just a freshman. I was just another guy on the team. So that definitely helped out a lot, you know, helped out with me feel more comfortable so that, you know, I could perform and help the team as much as I could. I love that. And, and, and at St. Anthony's, did you play any other sports or just lacrosse? Uh, I just played lacrosse there. Okay. Did you grow up playing any of the sports? I really didn't. I think I played. No. I think I played soccer uh, in seventh grade at my small uh, private school because that was the only sport they offered. So I okay. did that. Just had fun with it, and uh, I didn't like it too much. But uh, you know, I just. So you've always just been like level-headed lacrosse. Like you, you I mean, yeah. like. I don't want this to sound bad or anything, but you're, you're like the definition of like a lax rat. Yeah, pretty much. Just always trying to find lacrosse. You know, to play. I love that though. That's the way it was. You're always just trying to find lacrosse to play around here. And then finally, when it got to the winters, we got exposed to box lacrosse. So yeah, you know that just kept it going. For, for, yeah, predominantly. What, so I mean, kind of off topic, but what, what do you do besides playing lacrosse or working out? Uh, so I love snowboarding. Snowboarding is my. Do you favorite. really? Yeah. Oh, that's snowboarding, sick. Snowboarding since I was six. Uh, my mom made me do it. She was like, hey, this is one of those sports that if you don't know how to do it, you can't go with your friends because you're just yeah. going to get hurt or something like that. And you won't be able to keep up with them. And they're going to have to wait up for you. 
So uh, she made me do that when I was younger. Best thing she ever did. Uh, yeah. Now I get to go with my friends and we'll have a good time snowboarding. But, you know, I love snowboarding. Uh, you know, I love everything about it. Just, the, you know, you're able to be creative when you're, you're snowboarding. No two snowboarders are the same. Everyone's able to kind of express themselves in a different way. So that's kind of just the way I look at it. Yeah, no, I love that. So obviously, you know, getting to high school, like we said, you know, people are, are starting to realize your name playing out and playing with, with 91. I mean, obviously the, the recruiting rules changed. Um, so it wasn't like when I was getting recruited when coming into ninth grade, like that was the biggest summer. Um, they've obviously changed. So, you know, two seasons under your belt at St. Anthony's in the recruiting process in, in September 1st coming up, how stressful and, and nerve wracking was that for you kind of coming closer to that September 1st date? With the whole September 1st thing, um, you know, we didn't know what to really expect. Uh, it did get put into place uh, for the 2020s. It kind of affected some of them a little bit, but a lot yeah. of them were already committed prior to it. So, uh, you know, this was kind of the first year and they kind of hyped it up as the first year, the test year, you know, for everything. But, uh, you know, having Coach Joe um, to help me a lot, you know, he, he was going to be recruiting girls, you know, for Stony Brook. So he kind of knew what to expect. Yeah. Um, going into it. So he definitely helped my family out a ton with that. Um, and then having obviously coach uh, Weiser and coach Schreiber, you know, they know so much about talking to schools and so much about the schools and talking to the, the different coaches that they definitely helped out with that. But, you know, I was definitely nervous going into it. Uh, I was at Midnight Mania. The, yeah. How uh, was that? Kind of talk through that. Oh, that was awesome. That was, they did a great job with that. You know, being able to play at, at like two o'clock in the morning, you know, yeah. so early in the morning, that's definitely something you dream about as a little kid, you know, when you love yeah. the game so much. So that was definitely a cool experience. And just to bring everyone, you know, all this talent to one place and just kind of compete. Uh, you know, I thought that was great in itself too, but uh, you know, coming out of that, we get home. Um, you know, I had some texts on my phone and then the next morning your phone was just kind of, was just ringing off the hook. So, uh, yeah. you know, that was kind of a different experience in itself. And then just kind of contacting all these coaches, um, you know, I thought it was pretty cool. And you kind of just got to, you got to enjoy it. You can't really stress out too much about it because then it kind of gets to you, but yeah, you just kind of enjoy it and, you know, let it all go as it, as it, as it may. No, I love that. I think that's big too. And, and kind of that whole process coming comes and goes so quick. I mean, it's it's one day, it's a couple of days. You start yeah. getting these these calls, and, and and you're figuring out. You're kind of getting your list and, and setting up visits and, and making your decision. And I always tell people, you know, just enjoy the process. You know, I truly mm -hmm. think like right around that September first or junior year is like a special moment in your life. You know, you're 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 making that decision on your future. And so after that September 1st and in the next couple of days, you got a bunch of calls, you know, did you start setting up visits after visits every weekend after that? Yeah. So uh, going into it, we kind of made a list. Uh, we figured, you know, if we were going to kind of visit all these schools, it would it'd be too much. So uh, we made a list of schools. I narrowed it down, I think like five, five schools. I think it was like Notre Dame, Michigan, uh, Penn State, Virginia, Duke, obviously Maryland. Um, so, uh, you know, we visited those schools, we set those visits up, um, went down there, you know, each school's obviously, you know, got its own unique thing that makes it so yep. special when it comes to, you know, lacrosse and, you know, the culture for the lacrosse team and, you know, obviously the school in general, but uh, I think Duke, Duke was the last visit. And, uh, you know, once I got there, I just knew that, uh, that was kind of the place that I was meant to be at. Yeah. Growing up, was that always at the top of your list? 
as a young buck uh, or yeah. now? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, going into it, obviously, like, you know, you're growing up, you see Dukes always competing for, you know, these final fours and, you know, they're always competing for a championship. They're always at these, uh, you know, the big stages and you watch guys like obviously like Ned Crotty and Matt Donowski, Jordan Wolf, like dominating the game in a Duke uniform. And you kind of dream about one day, you know, that being you or something like that. So definitely, it was definitely one of those dream school opportunities um, going into the whole situation, me growing up, you know, obviously being a Duke fan, but you know, you go through phases when you're younger and, you know, all these different schools kind of bounce around and you kind of like different schools at the time. But, you know, Duke was one of those schools that always stuck with me. I love that. And and when you kind of first visited Duke, like you said, on that last visit, you know, what was the big wow factor that kind of made you really want to commit there and end up going to college there? Yeah. So uh, we were actually fortunate enough to go visit um, when it was family weekend. So there was a ton of family members down there. Uh, you know, so uh, they had a scrimmage late in the day. I think it was at like late at night. I think it ended at like probably like 930. Um, and, uh, you know, all the family members just came in. Coaches uh, were there and they were all talking. And, uh, you know, just the family atmosphere that they had there uh, really stuck out to me and stuck out to my parents. And, you know, that that really resonated with me. And, and you know, I was kind of like, that's a, that's the kind of environment I'm looking for. Uh, you know, obviously Duke's such a, you know, it's such a great school, uh, you know, and, and has such great uh, athletics too that come along with it. But, you know, that whole family atmosphere, everyone being so close, uh, it's definitely something that I took away from that trip that really stuck with me and stuck with my family. That's awesome. And and the reasoning, you know, you, you essentially committed about two months after September 1st. And, you know, is that reason just to take your time and visit all those schools and really weigh out your options with your family? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you know, each of these schools is just so great and it's got their, their own little things. And, you know, so, some of the schools are so similar that it comes down to the, you know, the nitty gritty little things like distance and all those different things, you know, environment, yeah. uh, you know, location that uh, goes into the process of selecting a school. So uh, we definitely didn't want to rush things. Um, we weighed out every single option that we had. Uh, you know, we kind of wanted to just enjoy the process and let it let it all come and not rush into any decisions. So, uh, you know, we finished all of our visits that we set up and then we just sat down with my family, sat down with Coach Joe and, uh, you know, really discussed the different things that, that would apply for kind of our checklist to see which school was the best. And, you know, Duke kind of checked all those off and that's why we picked Duke. There you go. I love that. So, so kind of going back, you know, to the rankings and, and you getting placed at number one and in your class of 2021 class, you know, what type of moment was like that? Was that for you? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it was a huge moment in the sense of, you know, it's a great honor, uh, obviously to, to get that, that title, but uh, you know, obviously what comes, comes along with that is you're gonna have a big target on your back yeah. and uh, you know, a lot of work goes into it. Um, so you're going to have to work twice as hard because, you know, everyone's kind of coming for you. Everyone's gunning for you once you step on the field and, yeah. uh, being, being with the crush for so long, you know, that's kind of the way it was as, as a team coach Joe's always told us that you got to come out there and perform at your best every single time you step on that field, because, you know, you're getting everyone's best game. It's like, they're playing the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're, you're getting everyone's, that. You're getting everyone's <laughs> best game. So you kind of got to show up and, and dominate. So I knew that that with that would come a target on my back. And I thought that Coach Joe, you know, kind of helped prepare me with that. 
um, and, and saying that, you know, you got to maintain this, you got to, you got to practice 10 times harder than everyone else and kind of do those extra things that not everyone's doing. Yeah. And I, you kind of, you hit it there, but you know, you, like you and Spleen always playing up, having that pressure, like a, a performing at the, at the level you're playing at, and, you know, usually a year above, like that pressure, you guys are kind of already dealt, you know, that card early in your life. And, and it seems like you guys handled that well. So, you know, when you get in this title of, you know, number one in the 2021 class, like if kind of honestly probably felt like nothing and, and you guys yeah. are already probably getting the chirps and, and, and getting the trash talk because your name is so much out there, but, you know, playing high school ball and really knowing everyone on the field and in the crowd, you know, how was, how was that with the pressure getting dealt to you then and, and the trash talking with the people that are guarding you and, and the fans? Yeah, so uh, obviously a lot of a lot of trash talk goes into it. You know, you're constantly getting chirped by people on the field, and obviously people always got their two cents to put in. But uh, you know, you just got to block it out. You know, we've been dealing with it for so long. Obviously, going yeah. back to the crush. Um, you know, we've been dealing with it for a minute now. So uh, you know, we just always just focused on you know making that next play, doing everything that you can to put everyone, all your teammates, in the best positions to succeed. And ultimately comes down to, you know, just winning the game at the end. It's kind of what it's all about. So you just tune it out. You know, after you hear it so many times, it kind of gets old and yeah. you kind of laugh about it because you're like, you've yeah. heard this one so many times. Like, why do you keep telling me this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you just got to just keep move on with it and just block it out and just kind of do your thing. Cause that's, that's the only thing you can control. He always, Coach Joe always says, control the controllables. You know, you can't control yeah. that outside noise, but you can control putting the ball in the back of the net, back of the net or, you know, feeding someone and them scoring a big goal. So, No, I love that. And I actually was obviously doing my research and, and read this article that your favorite movie is Mighty Ducks. I was in ninth grade. Is it still Mighty Ducks? Uh, yeah, no, I love that. Is it movie. really? Classic, yeah. Yeah, no, I love that movie. So. I love that. I thought that was just so funny. But last question, you know, before we wrap this up, seven months and you arrive at Duke, you know, how excited, you know, are you to really make this thing happen and be at, honestly at your dream school? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm really excited, uh, you know, to just get down there and, and really just be a part of the Duke family and, you know, firsthand and, and be with those guys every single day. But, uh, you know, I'm also excited to just learn, um, you know, from the coaching staff, you know, they have such a great coaching staff there, you know, a ton of accolades, you know, when it comes to coaching and both playing. Uh, and then also I'm just excited to get down there and, you know, learn from those guys because, you know, there's so much talent down there, you know, right now and just being able to compete with those guys, but, you know, also learn from some of those older guys, you know, what it's like to, you know, be a college athlete, be a Duke lacrosse player, you know, uh, just things like that. And just being in a different system, um, but, you know, for the first time in a while, it's going to be uh, something nice, but also not being too different because you know they got so much of a, of a Long Island kind of flair down there they got so many Long Island guys that are already down there so you know it's, it's no, nice. I love that yeah we kind of rated home with that but Andrew man I appreciate you coming out man this is Pelk Talk Podcast you know I appreciate it and uh, best of luck to you this season and in the future all right big dog yeah thank you I appreciate uh you having me on and best luck to you too